This is season three, episode one of the No Recipe Required podcast entitled Recipe for a Podcast. Hi, everyone, and welcome to season three, episode one of the No Recipe Required podcast. As always, I'm your host, Leslie Taylor. Um, going to do something a little bit different for this very first episode. Um, just kind of want to bring everybody up to date on where I am with the podcast, where I am with cooking, where I am in life, um, to put a little bit of context into things. I want to start actually by saying that the original philosophy of No Recipe Required was about demystifying cooking. I think that a lot of people think that cooking is like this big, um, arduous thing that requires a lot of skill and a lot of time to prep and meal plan and shop and all that kind of stuff. And I think the original intention of this was to say, like, you don't have to do that. Cooking can be really, really simple. Um, another thing was I wanted to talk to some really interesting people about cooking and their philosophies around cooking, uh, the wines they like to drink, etc. And in the first two seasons, I think I really accomplished that. And I just love all the people that I spoke with. But I have to give you some real talk as well. So the first bit of real talk is... Um, you can hear my cat in the background. I don't know what he's doing right now, but he's scratching at something and I'll be damned if I'm going to edit this out. Um, one of the things that often happens in the podcasting world, for those of you who maybe listen to podcasts or are podcasters yourself, is that um, there is something called pod fade. And pod fade is a thing that happens um, often as early as six or seven episodes into a new podcast. So I'm quite happy that I made it like 46 or something episodes in before that fade hit. Um, but things like finding and booking guests takes a lot of time. The talking to guests is the best part of it and the recording of the podcast. I love doing that. But the time spent in tracking people down and getting a commitment to come on the show and thinking of interesting people to talk to and then getting their agreement and then finding time that works in both of our schedules. And then after we record, the time spent to edit the episode can be really arduous as well. Some people are really lucky. They have a team of people to do that. I'm not so lucky. I'm a one woman operation. I schedule, I record, I edit, uh, I publish, I do all of that myself. I don't have any sponsors. So it's really just a labor of love that I, that I do. And I hope you love it as listeners as well. You wouldn't be coming back if you didn't uh, really love it. So all of that is a real drain, and that is what um, can lead to this pod fade. So as I mentioned about my cat scratching in the background and not taking the time to edit that out, that's one of the things that I'm going to change in the, this upcoming season of um, No Recipe Required, is I'm going to do far less editing of the podcast. My goal is to do zero editing of the podcast. I will record an episode. Whether I talk to someone or do an in-person uh, uh, interview or, or an interview with, with someone about cooking or wine or baking, um, I really want to try and get it out as soon as I record it rather than spending time um, editing and making it sound really good, etc. So, um, and that's something that I learned from a podcast that I listen to, who probably doesn't listen to me, but my sort of online 
sort of in-person friend, Toronto Mike. If you don't listen to, if you're not in Toronto, you're probably not interested in Toronto Mike. But uh, if you are in Toronto, you should listen to the Toronto Mike podcast. It's really great. And one of the things he prides himself on is no editing or very, very little editing. So I want to try and, you know, take a, a page from his book and try the non-editing thing. Um, have a bit more real talk, uh, warts and all. Um, the other thing I want to talk about, and this actually kind of goes into a little bit more about recipes and, and, or no recipe cooking. Um, I don't know about you, but when I was growing up, there wasn't really, I mean, recipes were maybe for special occasions. Nobody followed a recipe for everyday cooking, weeknight cooking. Then again, I grew up in the dark ages when there was, you know, no internet. Uh, you had to have a cookbook and I do still have a couple of cookbooks. Um, the Better Homes and Garden was the one that my mom always used, the one with the gingham um, label on the front or the gingham cover. And uh, so it was really only on special occasions that she would pull out a recipe book. Most of the time it was, you had a protein, which in our family was usually chicken, beef, or pork. You had a starch, which was usually potatoes uh, or rice or pasta. And you had one or two veg. Sometimes you might've put a sauce over all of that, but essentially that was dinner every night. Um, so the chicken varied, the steak varied, the pork chops, the pork loin, uh, on the weekend, maybe it was a roast of one of those things, but really it was pretty simple. Uh, and I think that people often overcomplicate what it means to cook dinner. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with putting a piece of chicken, some mashed potatoes and two veg on your plate every night and calling it dinner. It doesn't have to be any fancier than that. So I do want to just mention that. The other thing is that cooking without a recipe also comes with experience. So when you're doing things that maybe you would consider to be a little bit fancier, um, following a recipe is very helpful the first few times that you make something. But once you gain some confidence in the kitchen, then you'll probably find that you can make some of those things without referring to a recipe, especially when we're talking about cooking as opposed to baking. You know, I still follow recipes when I'm baking um, because I'm just maybe not as confident at eyeballing my measurements uh, when it comes to baking things, because there's a little bit more at stake with a, with a bake than with a, a cook. So um, that's what I would say about um, following recipes and, and trying new things. Um, the other thing I really like to do, and again, this requires a little bit more experience to do it is to replicate a restaurant meal that I've had at home. And it's not necessarily the whole meal, but maybe there's a flavor from the meal or the style of the meal or some type of flavor. Um, and that's something that usually inspires me as well. Um, I've talked before about some of the um, cooking shows that inspired me back in the day. I think probably the first one I ever saw was the Galloping Gourmet. That was something that um, we sat down and watched as a family growing up. And then after Galloping Gourmet was probably a bit of Julia Child in there on PBS, because that was one of the only uh, stations that carried that type of programming. And then after Julia Child, it was uh, the Frugal Gourmet, Jeff Smith. And those were the people that I mostly learned from in terms of, of cooking. So I just wanted to um, put this short episode out uh, to kind of let you know sort of where I stand around things and tell you a little bit more about um, what my philosophy is and, and where I'm going in the future. So the next two episodes are actually going to be solo episodes, which is something I didn't do a lot of in the previous seasons. I don't think I did any, any solo episodes in season one. Uh, in season two, I only did a handful of solo episodes and I actually got some pretty good response. So that's why I'm thinking that I'm going to do that again. Um, 
the first uh, of those um, episodes, solo episodes, is going to be something that I often get requests for, uh, which is risotto. So how to make risotto, uh, the different variations on making risotto, and basically taking you through a step-by-step on how to make risotto. And it's one of those things, like any type of rice or pasta dish, you can flavor it any way you want. So there's some basics that you can, um, that you need to follow. But Aside from that, the flavors are whatever your heart desires as it comes to any type of pasta. So um, risotto will be the first episode. And then the second episode uh, is going to be about sourdough bread. Like many of you, I got on the sourdough bandwagon during the pandemic. I have to say, I actually started my sourdough starter and tried experimenting with sourdough pre-pandemic. So probably two or three years before the pandemic, I actually started. I started a sourdough um, starter from scratch on my kitchen counter. Um, I had some horrible failures because I found that the recipes were really, really complicated and hard to um, replicate at home. Uh, I finally found a method that I love and uh, I have now what I call perfected my sourdough bread to the point where I never buy bread anymore. I only ever make my own bread. It takes a little bit of time, but it's really more waiting time than active cooking time. So I'm going to do an episode on sourdough bread. So that's what you have to uh, look forward to in the coming episodes. Uh, I hope you'll stick with me through all of this and um, uh, looking forward to hearing from you as always. Still sponsor free, still a one woman show, um, but I definitely would love to hear from you. So if you want to reach out, you can reach me on Instagram at noreciperequired.ca. Don't forget the .ca because apparently there's another no recipe required out there on Instagram. Uh, so norecipe-required.ca on Instagram, or you can email me at cook at norecipe-required.ca, I think. I'll put it in the show notes if it's different than that. It's been so long since I've since I've read any email on that account. I should probably look up and make sure that that's really what it is, but I'm pretty sure that's what it is. Anyway, I will uh, uh, update it in the show notes if for some reason I've given you the wrong email address. Anyway, dear listeners, thank you so much for uh, listening these past two years. I look forward to talking to you a lot more in the coming year. Uh, Thank you for tolerating the noisy cat in the background. He's gone on to scratching the wall with his nails, which literally sounds like nails on a chalkboard. So um, thank you for listening. And uh, I hope to uh, chat with you all again soon and keep on cooking. Okay, so the joke's on me. After all that talk about, you know, no editing and real talk and all of that, I actually did not have my microphone plugged in. My fancy microphone that I paid for many years ago when I first started podcasting was not even plugged in. That's how long it's been since I've recorded an episode. Anyway, um, I'm going to leave that episode just as it is using, I don't even know what microphone it was using to record me, probably just off my laptop. So um, anyway... I'm glad you're still with me and uh, we'll talk to you all soon.